Welcome entrepreneur to the Ignite Your Wellness podcast. My name is Dr. Allison McLean. I'm a physical therapist, yoga teacher, coach, and owner of Ignite Your Wellness. Here on the podcast, we discuss all things health and stress related. Also, you can live a more balanced and fulfilled life. Let's get to it. Hey there, welcome back. Today I'm going to give you an update of where I am from my preventative hysterectomy, which was December 22nd, 2020, just to give you a time marker so you understand where I am. When I'm recording this, I'm about five weeks out from that date. And physically, I feel so, so, so much stronger. I'm not requiring like 11 hours of sleep at night plus a nap in the middle of the day. In fact, I'm not napping really at all. I can go back a few episodes ago to my healing update. I was mentioning how I could only walk the hill, my driveway one time a day. So I really had to strategize. Now I can walk the hill multiple times a day, not a problem. I can do my normal walk to the beach and back, which is about three miles with some decent hills without fatigue, without having to nap or rest on the couch right afterwards. I'm also, in addition to that, starting to work with patients again, patients and clients, because I'm doing coaching as well, online and in person. I am spreading them out. I'm spreading out my calls. I'm spreading out when I'm recording modules or if I'm in person in the clinic. I'm spreading them out just to leave ample time of rest and to recover just in case because, you know, I did add the walks back in and I'm just giving myself the luxury of space. So if I do feel tired, I can rest. I haven't really needed to need it. I'm able to just either do other things or meditate or even just do a gentle yoga practice. I'm at about 50% of my normal capacity right now. So I'll slowly begin to build that up and start doing back-to-back things again over the next few weeks, but there's no rush. I feel okay exactly how it is. I don't feel pressured. So I'm really happy about that because in the past when I had my colorectal surgery, I was in a hustle to get back to my normal 100% capacity, getting back to all that I was doing. And I don't feel that same sense of urgency which tells me how much I really have grown during the last few years. So that's pretty cool to see and witness. I am back to teaching workshops again. That hasn't been a problem at all. I felt really good and strong with them. In fact, I've even shown up to a couple sessions and my clients have been like, wow, you look really rested. So I feel this round, this surgery, it's only taken several, but I finally am being more patient with myself. I am treating my body, my health with more tender, loving care. The incisions, I can really only see a little bit. So those are healing up nicely. I mean, if I wear a bikini this summer, you're probably in somewhere was to look closely, you probably would definitely see them. But you know what? It's not a big deal. It's not a problem. I don't care if it bothers them. Well, too bad. (laughs) I'm not back to my normal practice at all by any means right now. And that's totally okay as well. I'm very happy. And my surgeon said it was fine to do my gentle yoga practice. So 
I've been doing that and meditating and pranayam, and that's perfect for me. I could keep doing that for several more weeks. When he does clear me for strengthening and core and back to lifting weights and all that, I will gradually add that in, but I, mean, I haven't been doing any of that right now and I'm not worried about it. I am not in any rush to get back to it. So I feel like the program that I do have at hand is serving me well. And nutrition, that has been helpful as well. I've been eating a ton, a ton of veggies. My go-tos are spinach with Trader Joe's has this lovely garlic paste that I add with it. It's so good. Sean's been calling me Popeye because I'll go through like two packages of spinach a week and that rice cauliflower. Those two are my go-to because they're just easy to whip up with so many things, different types of protein and grains and things like that. So those have been my staples. And hormonally, right after I recorded the other podcast, which was about when I was two weeks into healing, I started experiencing much higher frequency than normal migraines. I was getting a few of them a week, which was definitely out of the normal for me. And at that time I saw, I had just my normal visit with my surgeon and he said, oh yeah, that's probably definitely because I removed your ovaries. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I didn't plan for that because those are really debilitating. For me anyways, when I get a migraine, like I get full on nausea, I can't stand light, noise. I have a specific protocol that I have to do that takes about three to four hours. If I do it right when I start, usually I was waking up with the migraine. So if I do it right when I wake up this protocol, then I can reduce it to a headache and I can function in the afternoon. I still kind of feel groggy, but at least I'm able to function. I've learned the hard way that if I try to push through it, like get up and do my normal morning routine and get my daughter out the door to school, that I usually end up getting really, really much worse, like horrible sickness that'll last for like two days. So worst case, I'm out for a few days or I lose the morning. So neither is really desirable. I was a bit anxious about that, but the surgeon told me to be patient and that, of course, that my body went through just a very dramatic change of hormonal status. So just to allow things to stabilize. And my naturopath said this, and she gave me some oil tincture to use in the meantime to help that process just gently. And through the combination of that, they did reduce. So knock on wood, I haven't experienced a migraine in several weeks. So I'm probably back to my normal, which is just a few times a year. And usually it's like the perfect storm of events that'll trigger a migraine. Unfortunately, a lot of my hair fell out, which I don't know if that's from the surgery because that happened to me with my colorectal surgery too, or if it's from menopause or a combination, only time will tell. Last time my hair did grow back and it was really fun to experience that because I would go to the hairstylist and she'd be like, oh my goodness, you have all these baby hairs. <laughs> So hopefully I'll get to experience that again, but I did have like a thinning process, I guess you could say. I do experience night sweats. So pretty much throughout the night, especially now, because here in San Diego, we're cold. It's been cold in the fifties, which is very cold for me. So I've been going through that cycle of having the covers on and then like whipping them off and sweating 
getting, getting chills, putting the covers back on and then going through again an hour or two later. So some nights are better than others, but I really only experienced that hot flash at night. There's been times occasionally where maybe I overdressed because usually I'm on the colder side or I've been in the car and I had the heat cranking that I felt a hot flash. But truthfully, if I feel a hot flash in the middle of the day, I usually welcome it because I am so freaking cold most of the time. So that really hasn't been that big of a deal for me. I have been feeling a lot of emotions where like some days I feel like I used to when I would ovulate and I'm going to address that more in a future podcast episode. I have a post about how I was actually worried that I was going to lose my creativity because I feel most creative when I'm ovulating. But I'm happy to say I still feel that way now, even a bit more intense, I would say. And then I still feel like some of those down spiral of emotions, I guess you could say, or the negative emotions that maybe you might experience if you were to get your cycle like the week before or so where I feel a little bit more down or Eeyore-ish or wanting to get into the sugar and the chocolate. And usually I don't feel such a heightened roller coaster of the ups and downs, but I'm not sure if it's because of two reasons, because I've really been working with my coach to experience and feel emotions more, like name them in my body and pause and be with them and integrate them and process them through versus trying to avoid or just push them away or storing them in the body. So I'm not sure if I'm feeling more just because I am more open to it. And I'm trying to really make this part like it is part of the human experience. I really want to feel more of not only the positive emotions, but the negative as well. Or if it's because of the surgery, intuitively, I think it's probably a little bit of both. So I suspect over time, again, that might stabilize some or maybe not. I'm not sure. I have to research that or talk to my practitioners some more about like what's really normal, quote unquote normal (laughs) for the emotions and menopause. More on that to come. So in the meantime, I've just really been very gentle with myself and observing this whole process, giving myself ample time and space to integrate, to feel, to rest, to hold myself back if I wanted to like rush into a project or rush into something or feel urgency. I'm like putting on the brakes and like really investigating like why I feel the urgency and how I can slow down and just be a little bit more gentle with myself. So all that's new, but it's feeling very, very good when I get over the mental tantrum of doing something different. Right after surgery, I did lose a little bit of weight, but that's coming back to normal. Overall, I just feel so much better. I feel a lot less worried. I didn't really realize how anxious I was unconsciously in the background how vigilant I was with monitoring my monthly cycle for anything that was different or out of the norm, because that's what several oncologists that are gynecologists have told me, like, you just have to be aware and feel your body because we want to catch things sooner rather than later. So because this whole area is a lot less risk now, I find myself thinking of Lynch a whole lot less and instead really just enjoying time with my family, enjoying time playing with my daughter, 
getting back into work and my business. So I'm really happy about all that. And my coach and my practitioners have really helped with this process. And I feel like I'm moving into a space of potential instead of maybe last year, because I knew the surgery was coming and I would have to take time off to heal. I was, again, a bit anxious of that but having that surgery looming over me, so to speak. But now that's over and I'm really looking forward to the future and taking it day by day because I know with Lynch, there might be the potential, especially with seeing my family history, how many surgeries my relatives have had. I might need to have a surgery again in the future, but I don't feel the same way about that now as I did in the past. In fact, now I actually trust and believe more that I might not ever have cancer again. And I know for sure I'm doing all in my power. That's in my power. That's in my capacity to just live and be and take my hands off the wheel, right? Not give my power away to all that and just enjoy life now. And I feel like the way that what I've learned for my business, what I've learned how to communicate and be with my family and be present with my family more, that I'm really embodying all this right now. So who knows what will happen in my future, but right now, five weeks after surgery, I'm feeling pretty darn good. So I will give you one more update, maybe two on the surgery. If you have any questions, because I know some of you might have lynched yourself, maybe you have this surgery coming up, or maybe you don't and you have more of an orthopedic issue, like a hip surgery or a back surgery, that sort of thing, or an injury, or maybe you're stuck and struggling with your business and stress, then just reach out to me. I'm totally happy to help. I'm here for you. So can't wait to see you next week. Bye for now. Wait, before you go, are you looking for the next step to dive a little bit deeper? Well, hello over to IgniteYourWellness.com. That's IgniteYourWellness.com, one word, where you can sign up for your free stress reduction planning call. Why do you need this call? Well, in this stress reduction planning call, we'll go over the step-by-step formula to transform from being stressed out and overwhelmed to balanced and fulfilled. It's what you need to get back on track so you feel more productive and profitable in your business and present and relaxed at home. I mean, that's why we have the business in the first place, right? To have more time freedom? You already know the importance of self-care. However, thinking of adding one more thing to your already hectic schedule causes anxiety? Or maybe you try to do some yoga, relax at home, and suddenly your kids are urgently needing your help and the mom guilt surfaces. As a business owner, you must learn how to prioritize your needs for the success of not only your business, but your life. Learn the step-by-step formula to reduce stress, improve your health, create time for the activities you love, and be present with your family. Do this without the worry and guilt while creating fulfillment in your business and your life. Not ready to chat quite yet? Well, head over to the homepage, igniteyourwellness.com. You can download a free wellness survival kit for the stressed out entrepreneur. In there are PDFs. There's even a free five-day nervous system reset challenge. There's videos, handouts. It'll guide you through stress relief in just five days. So make sure you get that and so much more. I hope you enjoy. Bye for now.